So the reading is taken from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 21, and that can be found on page 1027 of the Bibles in the chairs in front of you or if you're in the front row behind. So that's Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 21. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the field nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. So did you notice there in verse 10 it said, um, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. The second reading today is taken from 1 John 4. And it's verses 7 to 12. And that can be found on page 1227 in the Church Bibles. That's 1 John 4, verses 7 to 12. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us 
and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. Wonderful stuff. Well, it's so exciting to be here on Christmas morning. And you may have noticed there's a rather large present behind me. Now, we're going to find out what's in that present in just a moment. But it's interesting, isn't it, thinking about people's reactions to Christmas presents. I don't know how you react uh, to Christmas presents. Um, and it got me thinking, and it reminded me of a family I know who have got identical twin boys, as in they look exactly the same. There's some twins here this morning, but it's, it's not that family. Um, but, but these twins, although they look the same, they're opposite in absolutely every way. One of them is a really huge optimist. Everything is really positive. And, and the other one is a real doom and gloom pessimist. And and on Christmas Day a few years ago, um, their their father loaded the pessimist's son with every imaginable toy and game, like every toy you could find in the Argos catalogue. You know, he went out and bought it and filled this son's room, the pessimist's room, with every toy and game. But the optimist's son next door, he loaded with stinky, smelly horse manure. Oh, And that night, the father was walking past their rooms, and we could smell one of them, but he was walking past one of the rooms, and the pessimist room, and and he heard this this whimpering. Uh, And so he opened the door, and he saw this son, the pessimist son, sitting in the middle of his new gifts, gifts, crying bitterly. And and the dad said to him, well, why are you crying? And he says, well, all these presents, my my friends will be jealous, and I'll have to read all of the instructions for them before I can do anything with them, and and I'll constantly need new batteries, you know, we need loads of those, and before I can do anything, I have to read all these instructions, and then they'll probably eventually get broken, won't they? So the dad walks out, and he walks past the optimist twin's room, and the father looks in and sees him there, in the middle of the stinky, smelly horse manure, jumping up and down and shouting, yes, yes. And the dad said, what are you so happy about? To which his optimist twin replied, dad, there's got to be a pony in here somewhere. (laughs) We're going to find out what's inside this present and hopefully it's not horse manure it doesn't smell like it now if you were here at the mix a few weeks ago right back at the beginning of december you'll know um that i had this great big present and i was desperate to open it and every time i asked if i could open it everyone said no you have to wait till christmas day well it's christmas day today but there were some gift tags on it to help us to to work out some clues about what this amazing christmas present might be so let's have a quick look at those christmas tags the first one was a name. You shall name him. There was something about this person's name that told us about this Christmas present and who it was going to be. So that was the first clue. The second clue was that he would wear a crown. Whoever or whatever is inside this present would be a king, would be royalty. That was the second clue, a crown. And then... The third clue was a cross. Whatever this present was, it was going to be a sacrifice for us. And the last 
clue where you normally get a gift tag with someone's name on it, don't you? But this one was a gift tag to the world. And you know what? I think we should open this up and see what's inside it. I'm, well, I'll tell you what, you won't be able to see, so hang on, I'm going to try something with the screen. I've got my tablet here, and I'm going to see if I can broadcast this. We'll see, not sure about technology. See if we can get this to work, Let's put that up there, out of the way. And hopefully, yeah, okay, that's working. Right. Now, let's see. Um, a spin. Let's see what's inside. It's quite, quite dark. Quite dark. <laughs> it's a baby. So, so the clues for this, the, his name shall be Jesus. He will wear a crown. He will come to be a sacrifice. And he's a gift to the whole world. Is revealed to us. In a baby. There we go. I'll just close the lid down. Let him get back to sleep. There we go. That'll raise some questions later, won't it? <laughs> well, we want to understand why God sent his son. And the passage that we just had read to us from 1 John 4 is an excellent description of what Christmas is all about. It says this, This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. So we're going to think about this in terms of God's love, God's God's light, and God's life. Three themes that the Bible tells us about God. So firstly then, God's love. It says, this is how God showed his love among us. This is how God showed his love among us. You see, God's love isn't like an impersonal force. We all like the idea of of love, this kind of abstract, fuzzy thing. No, the Bible says that God's love is a solid thing. It is an action. It is something he has done. And God tells us what that is. His love is this, that he sent his one and only son into the world. We can know about God's love because of God's light. You see, God gave us that very first Christmas what we really need. He gave us a suitable present. I wonder if the present you'll be opening today will be suitable for you. Well, there's no more suitable present for us than the gift of God's son. One writer put it like this. He said, if our greatest need had been information, God would have sent us an educator. Many people think it's that. If our greatest need had been technology, God would have sent us a scientist. If our greatest need had been money, God would have sent us an economist. If our greatest need had been pleasure, God would have sent us an entertainer. But our greatest need was forgiveness. So God sent us a saviour. At just the right time, God sent his son, born of Mary 2,000 years ago. 
That is how we would see God's love, that he sent his son. He would be a light to those walking in darkness. And you see, God is the source of all light, all light and life and love. But if God is the source of all light, well then, what does it mean if we are apart from God? If we choose not to have a relationship with the source of all light, well then we end up in darkness. And actually, often in the Bible, that's how Jesus describes hell, as a place of darkness. Not somewhere you want to be. You want to be in the light. But Jesus went to incredible lengths to make it possible for us not to be in the darkness anymore, but to come into the light. Do you know when Jesus died on the cross, one of the clues on this was a cross, wasn't it? When Jesus died on the cross, he actually experienced total spiritual darkness, separation from God, so that we, as a swap, can know the light of God in our lives. You see, at Christmas, God sent the most precious thing He had his son. And it picks this up in in the words of our next song, which we're going to to stand and sing now. Famous words. Uh, Sorry. Unto us a child is born. It talks of this. The love of God has come to men. The saviour of the world is Christ the Lord. So we see God's love in the revelation of God's light, Jesus. So we're going to stand and sing that together now. Please stand. About God's love, God's light, and now we're going to think about life. So God's love, God's light, God's life. If you go away with nothing else from this service, remember that that is how God has revealed himself. That is what Christmas is all about, God's love, God's light, and the offer of life with God. So the second thing we're thinking about is at this bit at the end of that passage. The whole point of why Jesus was sent into the world, what John tells us, that we might live through him, that we might live through Jesus. What does God want us to do with his love and his light that he has sent us? What was his purpose in sending Jesus at Christmas? He wants us to live. He wants us to know life with him and life through him. This is a tremendous offer from our gracious God. We sing about in in the words of our next hymn, light and life to all he brings. That is the great joy of Christmas. That is why we celebrate on Christmas Day. That is why we look forward to Christmas. Well, what is life, though? What does it mean to, to live through him? Life isn't just about growing older. And, and working and, and going to school, those things are important. But that's not what life in all its fullness is about. That's certainly not what the Bible is talking about when it says about life in all its fullness. But it's about having a connected life with the source of all life. You see, God is the source of all life. He is the source of all love, of all light and all life. In John's Gospel, the famous words, chapter 1, verse 4, it says about Jesus, in him, in Jesus was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. Life is not to be found outside of a relationship with God through Jesus. But think about it. If he is the source of all life and all light and all love, then without him there is no life. 
Without God, there is no light and we can't know God's love. It's a terrible situation to be in. But you see, God sending his son at Christmas 2,000 years ago had a purpose. He did it so that we might have life through him, that we might live through him forever. When we put our trust in God, when we put our trust in what Jesus has done for us, we are joined to him. We are joined to the source of all life and the only person who has ever beaten death. Because Jesus didn't stay a baby. He grew up. He died for us on the cross. But then three days later, he was risen again back to life. He is the only person who has ever beaten death and is still alive reigning in heaven. And he is the person who makes it possible for us to experience life with him forever in heaven. Life to the full and life beginning today. Life in all its fullness. How great to know that we can live forever starting today because of what he has done. You see, this Christmas, God wants us all to know life through Jesus. Eternal life. That's why he sent him into the world. That's why he sent his own son into the world, born as a baby, laid in a manger. He offers us light and life. And it's all because of his amazing love. I please encourage you today, don't put off one day longer this offer of receiving life through Jesus. Whatever is holding you back, the gain is far worth it. Perhaps you want to think about it some more. Well, beginning in the new year, starting on the 2nd of January, Phil's going to be hosting a small group called Uncover. We have an opportunity to look through some of these stories and, and to meet and to, to read the Bible. So ask some more questions and uncover the truth of Jesus born at Christmas. Or why don't you come back next Sunday and find out more about this gift of God's love shown through the gift of his light so that we might have life with him forever. And I hope you all have a really wonderful Christmas, knowing God's love, his light, and his life.